What's up, wo 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 whammy bars? You're listening to We Wrote a Movie. I forgot the name of the podcast for a second. Uh, this is the podcast where we write a movie right before your little ears, and we are your hosts, Kai Fry, and to my right, Alex Utz, and to my right, Robert E. Bid. Hello. Welcome up. Welcome up. Welcome so- up. This is a this is a special episode, right? Yeah, this is a special. We've never done this before. Yeah, uh, and a we'll break from form, if you will. Uh, yeah, we're uh, kind of breaking down the podcast rules. That's right. Because mm. uh, this uh, this episode, we didn't just write a movie; we watched a movie. So, introducing our new acronym: WWAM. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a movie yeah actually there, by the way there is another podcast called we watched a movie with the same acronym as us so really we yeah so our acronym is going to be we the creators of we wrote a movie watched a movie this time uh yeah <laughs> and I'll, I will have to, I'll, I'll have to be very careful not to upload our episode into their feed yeah don't do that. Yeah, that would suck. be very bad if we overtook their feed. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't our plan the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we're not SEO stealers. So this week we we watched the movie Breakdown, and uh, we're gonna talk about it real quick. Um, if you want, watch the movie. That would probably be the best listening experience if you've already seen it but we'll explain it to you and then um we're gonna try to write a sequel to the movie breakdown that's right um i want to start off by saying i uh i I kept some notes while we watched it uh and i counted three breakdown counters in which they said the words breakdown or broke down referring to the car Mm. so I got three on that. <laughs> I think you should put that into the IMDb trivia because I don't think there's, <laughs> there's very much in the way of that. But uh, that is very interesting. That did not make my notes. Um, I also kept some notes. Kyle, kind of the lazy one of the podcast, uh, did not make any notes. Yeah, but I did watch this movie twice. So that's right. I'm good. So his mm-hmm. notes are all meant in a row. He's- you can tell us probably everything about this movie. Me, I watched the movie 30 minutes before we started recording, basically. So, I'm also freshest. I watched it last night, so I'm the least fresh, and I'm the stupidest. So, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, And I'm the smartest. Yeah. And I made my house out of sticks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but first, we have to talk about this this G-bad of a movie. Yeah. Oh, first yeah. And foremost... <laughs> It is an advertisement for the Jeep. I Cherokee. literally wrote that down. Yes, um. <laughs> Jeep Grand Cherokee, uh, nineteen ninety-seven, or I guess probably like the nineteen ninety-eight model, or no, maybe uh, it's ninety-seven it, model. It's probably pretty new. They kept talking about how fucking new it was. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, and it just looked like an ordinary ass car to me. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Here's what's going on. Where we start with Kurt Russell and a lady who I remember reading her name in the credits, and now I don't remember it. Uh, they're in a car. Her name's like Kathleen Quinlane. 
Thank you. Yes, Kathleen Quinlan and Kurt or, Russell or are Quinlan? a couple. Uh, Maybe Quinlan. We'll look it up later. Oh, I did look I it think up. It, I think it's Quimland. No, there's no D. It's Qu- it's Quinlan, maybe. Quimlam? L-A-N. Kathleen Quinlan. Okay, well, her name is Amy in the movie. Can we just call her Amy? Amy and Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Husband and So wife. Amy and Jeff, they're, and they're Jeff. driving on a road trip. They're long distance. And Jeff is getting tired because there's no co- they're all out of coffee. And then he reaches back into the back seat of his beautiful red Jeep Grand Cherokee to get the thermos. And during that time, he nearly crashes into the lead singer of Motorhead Lemmy's black truck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, MC Gainey looked like, yes, I was trying to pin it. (laughs) Or MC Gainey is his name. Michael Connor Gainey. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he does look like but Lemmy. Yeah, he, he does look like fucking Lemmy. He looks so <laughs> he much does. like him. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy looks so familiar. But yeah, so so he accidentally swerves around him, you know, doesn't yep. hit him. That does no. not cause any kind of harm or damage. Almost gets in an accident. You know, something that you just uh, are thankful. Well, this guy kind of pulls out in front of him, too. This yeah. guy, mm-hmm. his character's name is Earl. He kind of pulls out in front of him. So it's kind of a debate as to whose fault it is. Me, I I side with mm-hmm. Earl on this one. If Jeff had been looking, it wouldn't have been an issue as far as I'm concerned. That's why you <laughs> don't think, take your what? eyes off the road. I mean, yeah, he would have had much I, more time to, to slow down, but he wasn't slowing down. He was speeding yeah, but up the you whole time. So You don't just pull out into well, a highway while someone's coming uh you pull out when you're coming i mean so hey <laughs> thank you so come, like, on. With, come on with fellas. what happens in the movie i think it was like a plant could have been it was a setup yeah, yeah. we come to find out earl's a bad guy he's part of a team of bad guys um because he shows up later after jeff dries off Jeff stops at a gas station to get some snacks with his wife. He's filling up gas. We see Jeff putting oil in this new car. And the whole time I'm thinking, this is supposed to be a new nice car. Why does he have to put oil in it? Mm -hmm. Is this a shitty car? (laughs) But it's not. It's supposed to be a great car. That's what the movie's here to show you. Yeah, he is performing an oil change. I think they're from like Boston or something. They are from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's right. Uh, that is what their okay. tags say. So, and they're in like Arizona. Wanna... They're like in the West. They're in Western yeah. America. So they've been driving a long time. So it makes sense that he would mm-hmm. put oil in his car. I wouldn't put oil in my car. I, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense. And uh, and I do want to point out this uh, whole time. Kurt Russell is dressed like a a fourth grader on like picture day he's wearing like a <laughs> yeah. lavender polo it's very tucked into khakis yeah. and like brown leather shoes it's very 90s <laughs> dad he looks yeah 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 he looks like a nerdy little prep like he looks like a a he he, he looks like a little rich yeah. boy I would, yeah and he gets bullied he yeah. does i'd be yeah. wearing like a worn out t-shirt if i was on a long drive like that i don't know why he dressed so fancy well it's just a polo yeah. and khakis it's like I, I think they're trying to make him look like upper middle class is the yeah, thing. Seemingly. I mean, he's not upper middle class. We find out he's not, but he looks, you know, like upper middle class. Yeah. So uh, at the gas station, Lemmy comes back, Earl, 
uh, and he's like, hey, mm-hmm. you're an asshole for fucking with me. And we, we never see it on camera, but Earl sabotages their Jeep. Um, and this yeah. leads yeah. to well, I think a that breakdown. The, um, the confrontation the that Earl is having with him is just a distraction so that his buddy Al can get under the Jeep. Because it shows that there's two people in the truck. So you can infer from mm-hmm. that that I guess his buddy Al got under the Jeep while they were having that confrontation. Yeah, maybe. Ah, well, well, actually, at some point, Earl says, don't go into the store with your hood up, boy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What? So it's uh, Jeff went into the store with his hood up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Earl and then Earl comes uh, out or Earl's yeah. buddy. But wait, Al. Jeff didn't go into the store. But that's what he. That's what Earl says to him. We're not here to argue whether or not Earl, it happened. We just know a what was line said. of dialogue. Yeah. Is this a joke? Is this, this a like a reference? Or no, something? no. This this literally happened in the movie. No, this is a line of dialogue in the movie. Oh, he with says, the hood of his car. Gone into the store with your hood up. Oh, you yeah. thought we meant a, like a hoodie, like a jacket? Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 we don't take kindly to people wearing hoods in uh in small town Arizona. No, they probably don't, unfortunately. <laughs> it's that kind of a town. Wait, Jeff goes into the store? Does he, he does say get, that he It doesn't show it on camera, but this is what the but the guy says you shouldn't have gone into the store with your with We your do hood see up. Jeff coming back from or, or the gas so. station with a quart of oil. So yeah, I think it is important oh, that he, okay. did, he did go in as well. Yeah, why would he leave his hood up? That's insane. Well, it was ultimately a huge downfall for him. As we're going to find out in a minute or two, uh, Jeff is a huge dumbass who is all too trusting. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> after they leave the gas station, he gets bullied by Earl. His car quickly just completely gives out and quits. Yeah. And completely stops and he has to pull off on the side of the road, causing the, as we said earlier, the titular breakdown. Breakdown. Yeah. And but, but just Go before that happens, uh, they talk about a sweepstakes that a donut uh, that a ho- host- hostess is hostess. doing with their donuts where you can win $90,000. That comes up later. But just remember, they talk okay. about how you can win $90,000 with some donuts. <laughs> yeah. And he says... I really just want to go around really fast and ask, uh, would you guys take the $90,000 or the 90,000 donuts? Because that is the... Oh, definitely the 90,000 donuts. I would absolutely take the money. Robert? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> okay. There's a, I'm also going to take the money. Yeah. There's a line where Jeff says uh, you could sell the donuts for 30 cents each and pay off this car. And... It, it's kind of dumb because then why wouldn't you just take the money then? <laughs> well, he wants he wants the fun of selling donuts. <laughs> I think that line was strictly to us. It was like to establish that they're not actually well off. Like, yeah. uh, you know, they don't have a lot of money. But it was well, just like a weird thing. They also uh, mm-hmm. at at the breakdown. Uh, the wife and come is like gets with Jeff and is like, "Hey, let's real quick establish everything that's going on with us, just to <laughs> yeah. explain what's why this is happening. We yeah. both don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. We have very little money, and we're traveling. <laughs> we're just traveling because we're looking for our new jobs." And they're like, "Yeah, that's all true." Well, yeah, his <laughs> wife Amy got a job Amy. in California. Oh, that's what so it was. they're relocating. 
They're relocating mm-hmm. to California. Yeah. In a beautiful red Jeep t- carriage. And she Cherokee. says their finances are all screwed up or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, they, you know, give all this exposition on the side of the road. <laughs> and then, what do you know? Uh, you know, a uh, truck drives down and Kurt Russell flags him down. And the friendliest truck driver in the world, you know, you'd ever meet, comes out of the truck and says, hey, folks, you need some help? Let me take a look at that engine. Ah, you've probably been riding it too hard. That's right. And then Jeff is like emasculated by this this question. He's like, "Uh, well, I might have. Yeah." <laughs> mm-hmm. This truck driver's name is Red Bar. Yeah, his name is Red Bar. <laughs> yeah, which we don't even find out when they're meeting him, which is weird because you'd think they would ask his name, but they don't. <laughs> Uh, he's like, Hey, I'll drive, uh, I'll drive you guys down to the diner and you can call a tow truck there. My CB radio is busted. And Jeff doesn't like this idea and is like, you're, you're stupid. Let's, let's do it. So they split up. Jeff stays with the car. And while he's yeah, staying with he's the like, car, oh, I just needs to cool down this, uh, this whole, like the whole plan like rides on this proposition which i find funny (laughs) like red knew Mm -hmm. he somehow knew that jeff was gonna be like nah we don't need help and then his wife was gonna take the ride (laughs) no kyle i'm sorry that's not true no well i guess he wanted both of them them. yeah he wanted both yeah yeah Yeah. because uh he's given shit for not getting them both later yeah true but right. I mean, he's not going to say no once uh, she she gets in. He's not going to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to kidnap. <laughs> no, no, <it's, laughs> like, I have to kidnap both of you. Or a child work. I mean, is uh... <laughs> getting into the back of your unmarked van. <laughs> like, oh, just one. Hey, you got to take both. It's. Uh, but, you know, but OK, so Jeff does the dumbest thing in the world and he lets and an age before cell phones. Well, he actually does have a cell. phone. Yeah. Um, but before modern cell phones, he lets his wife just get into a 18-wheeler truck cab with a fucking stranger, a guy he doesn't even know the name yeah, of. Yeah, he literally doesn't, doesn't know doesn't the look name. anything on the truck. He's like, all right, wife, I'll walk five I mean, miles to meet you. He's a fucking yuppie, dude. doesn't work. He doesn't know. He's never it's had a hard time in his life. But he deals with his first hard time very most, well, we find out. <laughs> it is the most insane choice you could ever make. It's just like, all right. Goodbye, wife. Have fun with the strange man. <laughs> I, I was thinking this movie is ruined, like, because Alex, you said this recently, like, movies are ruined by cell phones. I was thinking this movie would be mm-hmm. ruined by just working modern cell phones. <laughs> so well, yeah. Well, he has a cell phone. It doesn't work. And yeah, like, he has like a very old one. Mm-hmm. It's like if old cell ever, phone technology. If you've ever driven through the desert, you don't have service out there. It's yeah, you don't yeah, get good reception. True. Yeah, like very rural areas i mean kyle i mean you you know you drove from florida all the way to hollywood california um so you you definitely drove through some of these parts right oh yeah yeah i I had to i had to like realize like oh i gotta like download some music and podcasts when i get to a hotel so i can actually listen to something (laughs) because you don't get service (laughs) Mm -hmm. out there there isn't even good radio i'm pretty sure no it's and then it's probably drive, like a bad speeding ticket too. Uh, yeah, I got a ticket in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Louisiana, Louisiana, you're our bad state of the, the week this episode. 
<laughs> Shame on you, Louisiana. All right, you can take your like, bayou and you can get out of here. Oh, yeah. So Kyle talked to us about this. We need to wrap this up. We need to. This is supposed <laughs> to be the short part of the, the podcast. So okay. uh, let's crack is, into it. Yeah. All right. So he finds out that the that it was just some cables that have been disconnected and he can just hook his car back up, you know, easiest sin. So he gets his car back up and running and goes to the diner to meet his wife. Bell's Diner, which is apparently owned by a man from deep Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I can gather by his accent, he's like, oh, what, you looking for some broad? I ain't seen no broads in here, partner. Yeah, I really thought he stuck out as definitely not from this town. <laughs> uh, so Jeff is confused as fuck. He just starts driving towards the next town on the on that dude's recommendation. Where he, And on the way there, he sees the truck and this is where I, this is at like 25 minutes in, I went back and forth making sure it was the same truck because when he stops the guy, he like drives, gets in front of the truck and stops ahead of it just to make it stop because the guy won't stop. It looks just like Red Bar, the truck driver, but he's wearing a different USA hat and a different shirt, but the same jacket, be- belt, shoes, and pants. Uh, and the truck is the same. But mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know who your wife is. A cop shows up. They search the truck. His wife's not there. The cop's like, hey, man, I don't know what to tell you. This guy says he doesn't know you, and your wife's not in the truck. So Jeff freaks the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes back to the diner. He freaks out on the Brooklyn guy <laughs> in the diner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, the bartender. He the police station at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah, he goes to the police station, then he goes back to the diner. He freaks out on the guy at the diner, and the guy at the diner pulls out a gun on him and tells him to leave. And then he sees this guy cleaning his car in the parking lot. And yeah. uh, this and that guy, guy... He talks real like slow. He's, yeah. <laughs> seems mentally disabled. He tells him that he did see his wife. He saw her get into into one truck, into another truck, and that the cops are in on this. Uh, and then mm-hmm. what? I, oh, he tells him to go somewhere by the river, basically. That's right. So mm-hmm. he, he Jeff drives there. Oh, and I, also, while he was at the police station, like, filing out a report, he sees a bulletin board with, like, literally hundreds of missing people reports. So... This this like ga- yeah, gambit is. they've been doing they've been doing for a long time it seems like, but um yeah. he drives it to the is. river. I wrote down on my notes, yeah, bulletin board of lost souls. Yeah, it's actually very sad to look at because there's like a lot of kids on there. <laughs> Definitely sucks. Um, very and good. Then, so he gets to the river. There's like a fence that's closed. So he's like, "What the fuck?" And then Earl pulls up behind him in his truck and he has a gun so um jeff takes off in his jeep and he just drives through the fence and mm-hmm. earl is chasing him in his truck and then he eventually gets to a cliffside where does he stop he stops on the cliff he stops and then he realizes well the only way i have to go is down and he just drives into the river (laughs) yeah 
And this mm-hmm. Jeep really shows how good it is at off-roading during this chase scene. It's going over rocks. It yeah. goes over yeah. a cliff very successfully. It's really only useless in a river, we find out, which is fair. <laughs> I bought a 97 Grand Cherokee. Because of the movie? Um, I mean, yeah, well, I'm leasing it, but yeah, I bought it because of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great, dude. <laughs> I am leasing a 24-year-old Jeep. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the movie made it look fun as it's, fuck. Like it's driving $37 a month. It, I, mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would take that deal if the car mo- runs. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you wreck it, who gives a shit? Oh, you're out 200 bucks or something. But uh, he, while he's floating down this river, uh, Errol is shooting at him with a rifle and... This is where we find out Earl is the worst shooter in the universe. He has a <laughs> rifle with a scope, and he is mm-hmm. easily 10 yards off from Jeff most shots. Like, he is never close. There's, Jeff yeah. is in almost no danger I mean, aside from the river. It's movie shooting. It is absolutely movie shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets out of the river, and he's, like, spying on Earl, and Earl has met up with Al. Al is this dude that was in the truck that we briefly see, and they are somehow a, they are somehow already witching uh, the Jeep out of the river and into one of their trucks, which I think was impossible, mm-hmm. but that's okay. That's when Billy... The, well, they, like, the guy, hitched it. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, yeah. It like floated down the river. Yeah, for but a the while. logistics of like getting it in the water, like you know, we—I mean, we just see it going downstream. Like you know, it got they have stuck to on a rock. Get the truck. <laughs> it has. You to need be this to in make a, sense in a spot that's convenient to back up an eighteen-wheeler to, which uh, like next to a river probably aren't a lot of <laughs> clearings to wench a jeep. Uh, it's well, someone had to go down there on foot and and. Uh, hitch the mm-hmm. jeep. It didn't make sense to me, but but they it's get fine. it. <laughs> but they remove all evidence. Yeah, that's right. They remove all evidence. The only evidence um, that remains. You know, I have a lot of questions uh, about this movie. I have a lot of questions, but you have oh. que- what questions? Yeah, we can answer them. <laughs> um, ultimately, what's the motivation for kidnapping that? Well, I guess just the money. They just wanted the yeah. Well, that's why the money. I guess that's I was it. saying they were trying to make him look upper middle class because they're like they. Were, I guess they were going to take his jeep and like rob him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. they they spot Sell him the in the money. A, because yeah. he's in a new jeep. That's what tips off Earl that he's a good mark because they have yeah. a confrontation at the gas that's station. Right. He's like, "You're driving around this real new car, Massachusetts boy." Which is like two <laughs> signals to him. This guy's out of town and he's got mm-hmm. money because he's in a new car. That's yeah. why they go for him. I thought it was more than just money. But uh, yeah, I forgot that it was mainly just about money because it's, you know, the freezer that we'll get to. I just like, what, like what's up with just the one body freezer? <laughs> the one capacity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if he like keeps bodies in there normally it was just like kind of a plan mm-hmm. b i think because he normally doesn't oh, okay take people hostage it seems like they normally just kill people and get rid of them yeah i don't know i think but how would they get is it like you get them to withdraw all the money from their bank account and then you kill them is that like the scheme that they're well, supposed that, to be running well no because that was they were just gonna kill her but she tells them for the fun that of her husband is rich. He's the donut king in Massachusetts, and he has ninety thousand dollars in the bank. 
Yeah. So that's why they keep her alive. Well, we're jumping ahead slightly. So we, Jeff well, sees. Well, not really. Them. That happens right after, actually. They. But there's. But that. we have to cover the part where Jeff gets captured. He's he's oh, watching yeah. sure. Al winch this jeep out of the river, and talking to Earl. He's like, "Damn it! This is why you just get both at once. This is this is messy." So we know Earl's on it. We know Al's on it. Jeff looks behind him. Billy, that guy who's pretending to be mentally challenged, he's mm-hmm. in on it too. He smashes him in the and head with a brick. Not mentally, he's not mentally challenged either. Uh, no. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. He, yeah. he had me oh. sold. <laughs> he had me fooled too. It's a movie from the 90s, folks. You know, they tend to have a lot of mentally challenged characters for, uh, for laughs. Seemingly no reason. Well, this wasn't for laughs, I guess. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. no. just like the no. mystical slow kid that can help you, <laughs> but actually is a con. He's a red herring. He's a red, and hair. he had red hair. Yeah. Well, I think he. Eh, I call blonde. Yeah, but... he's red herring. Okay, and then <laughs> so they get Jeff. Uh, they put him in a trunk. I guess why? Did... That's right. Yeah, yeah. They capture him. They take him to uh, a different location, seemingly. Uh, and that's where he gets to confront Red Bar, who was there. So it's Billy, Al, this guy who's like bigger and has well, white uh, white beard. Not at first. Yeah, after they, they in the trunk, they they open the they open the trunk and they uh, explain. Is Red uh, Bar right. there? Yeah, yeah, he they, is there. But no, you're right. I am missing something. They they put a gun to his neck and they're like, "All right, how much money do you have? Because your wife told us you have a lot. You better tell us the same number, or we're gonna kill you, Donut King." And he thinks back yeah. to the donut sweepstakes, and it's like ninety thousand dollars or nine hundred thousand or ninety thousand donuts. He's like, "Oh, I have uh, ninety thousand," and they decide not to kill him because he said that. Unfortunately, yeah. mm-hmm. now he has to come up with ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, and then. They like send him to a bank in this small town. He he has to take all of the money out of his bank account and then come right back to them with it. That's that's right. Uh, basically, he mm-hmm. thinks that this like is taking so long. <laughs> well, we just got to be faster, faster, it's motherfucker. Thir- we're thirty minutes in. <laughs> all right, in the bank while he's there, he we're grabs some like. There. Is this he grabs, fun to like, listen to? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're just gonna give up on everything, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not giving up. I just think like I don't know if I'd want to listen to this. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> do we scrap this? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I think we're. I think it's fun. I think it's well, fun. If we ever get re- uh, reviews from anyone other than ourselves, we'll be able to judge if this was a good episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy. All right. I'm having fun. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, they send him. I to think Red bank. Bar looks like the Bush's baked beans guy. He's what? I think Red Bar looks like the Bush baked beans guy. You know, the one who's like with the dog, like the dog's always trying to sell the beans. Yeah, I don't really remember what he looks like. I don't either. I, I thought know, he looked like the guy who the... played Red Bar is dead. So he looks like what? I thought he looked like the husband from Roseanne, kind of. John Goodman? John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, I, don't know. I mean, they look, I think he looks more like the Bush Midwest. Beans guy. John Goodman looks kind of Midwest. 
Didn't he play a Midwest guy at Roseanne? Uh, I think they're Southern. I don't know. Yeah, I also don't know. Yeah, I guess they both look Midwest, yeah. but besides that, I don't. <laughs> Let's push I really forward. I think they look <laughs> that much alike. But anyway, at the so bank, he Kurt gets Russell, his... Yeah, so. yeah. He looks like shit. He's all beat up. He's wearing an oversized jacket that they give him because after they beat the shit out of him, they're like, hey, you can't go looking in the bank like shit, so take my jacket that's been wrinkled in the back seat. Yeah. Tells Kurt Russell to take out $90,000. He can only take out like 11000 maybe at the very most, um, but more like 5000 And he's being watched and intimidated by, you know, scary looking thugs the whole time. Um, but he gets $5,000 and makes it look like it's more by, you know, doing the classic thing where you take money bands and uh, put 100 on the outsides and fill it in with $1 bills. That's right. He makes a $1, a $1 <laughs> hundred dollar sandwich um he also mm-hmm. grabs a letter opener while he's in the bank uh he gets picked up yes, by earl important. and uh earl's like a real piece of shit he's mocking him he punches him in the face and he ties him up and puts him in the trunk where they're gonna go to a second location uh but earl starts checking out the money notices it's a one hundred dollar one dollar sandwich one of the stacks he grabs is like, what the fuck? This is when mm-hmm. Jeff strikes. He pulls out the letter opener and stabs him very close to the heart. <laughs> he overtakes yeah, him. He takes the gun. It's really fucking badass. Yeah. Jeff really shows he his He duct tapes uh, him to the seat. Yeah. Yes. This part was and, crazy. And he duct tapes Earl to the seat, which is one of my favorite parts. So he has, he duct tapes Earl to the seat and he duct tapes his head around the, the headrest. And uh, Jeff starts just accelerating the truck and slamming on the brakes. So it's just like choking the hell out of Earl. That's right. And he's just accelerating and stopping. And it's it's like about to sever his head off. Um, I feel like his vocal cords get all fucked up from it. Yeah. I wrote, uh, I wrote cool. a note at that part. And I wrote, uh, the vindictive power of the weak subsuming the strong feels good. That's what I wrote. Because that was a great part of the movie. <laughs> when he's beating up Earl is like when it gets good for me. Yeah. Very poetic. It feels it Thank feels you. great. Um, but somehow how does he get under the truck? Because it pretty much goes from that to him riding under a truck, right? I can tell you. Like he, no. just saw the movie. He, he drives that truck to the truck stop and then No. Well no, so a cop it, comes. So Kurt Russell is speeding mm-hmm. in the truck and he's driving crazy because he keeps stopping. That's right. And then a cop comes. Uh, Kurt Russell stops, gets out of the truck, but he has a gun in his hand. He forgets he's holding a gun, and the cop tells him to throw the gun away. And he does. And Bam. then Earl comes out of the truck. He has a different gun, I guess. Yeah, he has a gun in his boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a sock, yeah. And he shoots yeah. the cop. Yeah. And then he's going to shoot Jeff, because Jeff just threw away his gun. But the cop, with like his like last dying breath shoots earl and kills him uh jeff calls an ambulance on the cop's radio and is like they're coming but this cop is for sure gonna die because <laughs> he was like shot <laughs> yeah. in the throat uh and i felt like that was mm-hmm. pretty harsh for him to leave him but you know yeah, he's got to go see what he wife. had to do yeah, yeah. a cab yeah so uh <laughs> <laughs> Before uh, before that happens, Earl's like, we're meeting him at a truck stop. So he goes to the truck stop with the with the black mm-hmm. truck, and that's where he sees Red Bar. And he's like, and then he hops into the undercarriage of Red Bar's truck, 
which is a, like a big 18 wheeler uh, and rides it it's all the fantastic. way to the barn. It looks so cool. He is in there. A little kid looks at him. You have that classic movie trope of a little kid in a car seeing something crazy happen. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> at that part, I wrote down children see all of the world as novel. <laughs> because they don't know (laughs) they simply don't know you're such a scholar robert you are such a scholar um yeah so we eventually get to red bar's house (laughs) did you just say honestly (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say more you a scholar and you said honestly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if i'm being honest it's it was the movie it it elevated me i think (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean yes this is I mean, I think we're having a a a, a scholarly uh, scholarly discussion, but uh, but we eventually <laughs> yeah. go to Red Racing Bar's house. Racing through a movie plot, <laughs> mm-hmm. but blazing is, Where it is very scholarly. <laughs> yes, quotations. But it is now revealed that Red Bar is a father. He has a family. He has a wife and a child named Deke. Yeah, I think Deacon is maybe what that's short for. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, Fucking probably freak. Yeah. Deke. Deke the freak. That's what I'd call him if I was a kid. I'd say, hey, Deke, you fucking Deke freak. Deke gets his. Deke up. gets his uh, later in the movie. I mean, he seems like a nice boy. He plays Doom. He does play Doom. Yeah. yeah. He does. He, um... So it's revealed that he plays Doom. Yeah. Uh, they... What's he playing on? Right? Did you catch the console he's playing on? <laughs> I didn't see it. We are not getting wrapped up in the video game, dude. We have to keep moving. All right. right. 97, probably N64, maybe. (laughs) All right. Keep going. Let's just say that it's revealed that the wife is under the 18-wheeler. Jeff goes to confront uh, the people in the house. He sneaks into the house once he sees his wife because he needs to get the keys to unlock her from underneath the farm. He has a pistol has that he a got gun. from the truck. Where did he get it? From the oh, from, from the truck, from like the uh, glove mm-hmm. box. Uh, so he's pointing the gun. They're all sitting at like the kitchen table. This is Billy, Al, Red Bar, the mom, and he point. He like gets the drop on him. He's like, "All right, give me the keys." And the mom's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he's like, "Your husband is a murderer, and he kidnapped my wife, <laughs> <laughs> and she's got to yeah, deal with is, that information." Could you imagine? <laughs> Sitting down to breakfast with your husband yeah. and all of a sudden a sweaty short man wearing a polo tucked into khaki says, give me the keys. Yeah. <laughs> your husband. I liked how they played that. I like <laughs> that she had no, she has no clue that her husband murders people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She plays that yeah. well. And it's, but, uh, but then, you know, little do we know coming behind uh, our man, Jeff is the freak himself. Deke. He's holding the, the right. Deke. He's holding a fucking shotgun. Yeah. He's like, Daddy taught me to keep this gun loaded and defend Mama when he's away. And <laughs> so the dad bar is like, shoot him, son. And Jeff's like, no, don't shoot me. It's not a good idea. And he's like, shoot him, son. And then the mom is like, shoot him. And that's when Jeff is like, all right, I, I'm not going to be able to negotiate my way out of this. He kicks the kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this causes the gun to instead shoot great. Al. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The uh, big guy, the big old guy, <laughs> takes a bullet in the shoulder. Uh, Billy, the younger one of the bad kids, of the bad boys, he runs out of the house. But Jeff takes the rest of the family all down to the cellar 
He has Red Bar unlock it. He has the mom free his wife. So she has to confront this face to face. She opens up the freezer and there's Anne. They get out together. He shoves everyone down into the basement and locks it on them. Uh, and they start to get ready to mm-hmm. escape. But Billy comes back and he frees the, the, the bad family. And while Jeff and Anne are grabbing this like truck that's like parked a little ways away, an 18-wheeler comes and smashes through the trailer that they're hiding in looking for the keys. There's a chase. They're driving away in a truck that is not important because it's not a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and the rest of the family yeah. is driving off of after them in these cool cars that all blow up, except for except for the eighteen wheeler. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, uh, yeah. There's so a, car, a chase. car chase. Yeah, shootout. Jeff is very skilled, I guess. <laughs> in a car chase scenario, yeah. he gets them to like skid out and flip over. Or, like, get hit by another car. Yeah. Billy's car mm-hmm. flips and just explodes. <laughs> like, very conveniently. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Billy and well, Al, the uh, two buddies, die in combat. And uh, eventually it's left with Red just kind of ramming Jeff and Amy off of a bridge, trying to. Like, uh, just yeah. revving his, 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 his truck cab, like, into their truck off of the the safety rail it's very terrifying like that is that i have a new fear from watching that scene like (laughs) you could just be pushed off of a bridge by a bigger car who is angry at you (laughs) um during this part where they're being pushed off the bridge Anne's leg gets kind of pinned but under some crunching metal and the 18 wheeler starts to go over jeff this happens because jeff like just gets out of the truck runs into the 18 wheeler and wrestles with red bar and then when the 18-wheeler is hanging off the bridge, it's like barely hanging on from like a piece of metal. He pushes Red Bar out of the truck, basically. Let's move fast. He, he gets him out. He falls down into the mm-hmm. river and smashes on some rocks. And then he frees his wife. They look down. They see that Red Bar is like starting. It looks like Red Bar is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he starts to move a little <laughs> bit. And pulls on like the handbrake and drops the 18-wheeler onto Red Bar, crushing it. And the movie ends. Yes. Roll credits. Yeah, See, I told you, only cool. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, um, it's yeah so only cool. four, 43 minutes. <laughs> so cut, check it back uh, in with us on uh, episode two where we do the sequel. <laughs> so this is... All um, right, so... Oh, sorry, good. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, you know, credits roll. You know, you pop out that VHS. Time to pop in Breakdown 2. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, do you guys want to talk about the? You guys like the movie? Oh yeah, let's give it like some ratings and stuff. I did enjoy it. Um, as you guys know, I don't watch a lot of movies, so this was refreshing for me <laughs> to watch a movie <laughs> of my own volition. I just like actually, I didn't choose the movie, so it's not of my own volition. <laughs> but to watch a movie and enjoy it was uh, it was nice. I never do that. Um, you want to give it a rating out of five? Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd give. I'd grade it a, a four. Uh, there was a few continuity errors, which at first I thought were like purposeful things, but after seeing the whole movie, I don't think are so. Because they explain like everything. So, for one thing, Red Bar does change a little bit of his outfit between the kidnappings when we see him the first time and when he comes back. <laughs> um, I think that was probably the throw the husband off. 
No, because I don't yeah. think so. Because he only changes his hat from a USA hat. Or no, his hat is an, an American flag hat. He changes it to a hat that says USA. And he changes colors of his button-up. So for me, I think that was actually just yeah. continuity error. Where what you think they lost in wardrobe lost his shirt and hat? I do because everything else where it's like there's like a little bit of mystery as to what's going on, they make time to explain to you like, oh, this is how I did it or something, you know. So for me, like, I mean, it's a very small thing. Mm. Overall, I like the movie. Oh, I yes, thought Anne's oh. character was all like. Almost could have been played by a like a plastic wooden dummy because they have her Amy. in there very little. I think her name's Amy. Oh, Amy, yeah. Yeah, see, that? I'm so not connected to her. She was barely in the film. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but that's like a 90s definitely. action movie in general. I mean, this was like a thriller, but I mean, that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's most movies up until like last year. Yeah, I think Kurt Russell did a good job, though. Um, I, I like yeah, he's it. great. He was believably tense and upset. Yeah, that scene where he sees his wife in the bag, oh. and he she's not mm -hmm. breathing, so they think she's dead, and he starts to tear up. That was like real as fuck. He did a great job with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I loved it. I give it probably a uh, I give it a solid three and a half. Um, three and a felt half. Felt like a kind of drug in the middle. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Three is a is a great rating. I don't think <laughs> I quite give it a four. So <laughs> C. Um. Yeah. C is great. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna just like uh watch it again in the foreseeable future. You know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I wouldn't. I'm not was, going out of my way to watch it again. But I liked it. I I gotta say the the action sequences though were top notch. There was very good driving acting. Um. I am a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, and I feel like, you know, it is very hard to pretend like you're driving a car um, and, and make it look good. And I feel like all the people that were driving cars made it look good. And it was, you know, there are definitely moments that got me, but the middle was just kind of boring. Um, I thought that part was nice because of the tension of it. With the like, middle where he's trying to find his wife? Uh, just like all like the bank scene, I don't know. It just like wasn't. I feel like just wasn't exciting. But um, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that part's like the him. tension, dude. That's where the tension's happening. Yeah, it's all tension, baby. Because when, because well, when, gotta say that it, you know, kind of drug for me. Okay, that's fair. I feel like the beginning and the end are good, and the middle is like okay, three and a half. I loved it. I thought it was great. I was like, because I just saw this on like Amazon last year sometime, and I was, I was like, oh, this will be like a fun little thing to put on, and it was, I was surprised by how good it was. So four and a half, you're thinking? Uh, I'll give it a four. Nice. All right, that averages to but three point seven five, I think, about three three point seven. So that's uh, that's the Wham rating. Watch it at home if you think that's good enough for your little ears, baby. Yeah, but I mean, the sequel is going to be a five star because, you know, I'm thinking the sequel, it picks up right after, you know, the movie we're watching ends. You know, I'm thinking maybe the credits start rolling and then you hear record scratch <laughs> and then they rewind. They rewind. <laughs> we get back to the last shot. 
<clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, or what are you guys thinking? Do you, do you guys have any like uh, solid like pitches for for the uh, sequel? I did not. I think that's good. Yeah, here's what I'm thinking. We show them making it to California uh, to start their new lives and their new jobs, and they can't function because they have horrible PTSD. <laughs> and we just watch them spiral downward and have to move back home eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that the son gets revenge on Kurt Deke. Russell. Yeah, Deke, Deke's revenge. Yeah, Freaky Deke. Deke's revenge. So the- all right, let me pitch mine really fast and <laughs> see if you like it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say maybe Red Bar when he gets crushed by the semi truck at the end that uh that that motor oil fuses with his blood and resurrects him to become even more strong and powerful than he was before. Okay, and he uh, wants to hunt down you know and finish the job. It's but, like uh, Terminator. So I think we could combine mm-hmm. all of these. Um. They go. They make it to California. <laughs> oh, <They're>... <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> we will. If you want to well, cut out anyone's part, feel free. <laughs> actually, I would like to combine Kyle's idea with mine, and I feel like maybe Deke goes to his well, father and like drinks the motor oil blood combination and becomes. We're powerful. cutting me out. That could be a. No, I don't. No, no, I no, like yours. No, no, I'm not saying. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he goes. They're gonna go to California, you know, and get there. But is she's got a broken leg? Gonna follow them? They have no money. Like what? They're no still broke. I, yeah, I don't think Jeff remembered to grab the five thousand back out of the truck. So, mm-hmm. or maybe he. And they don't have yeah. a car. Well, I don't know. Maybe they the police probably could retrieve that. Mm. Yeah. So let's say he has. They do have. Or a we could make money. it. Uh, Man, that sucks. He only had five grand. Yeah, yeah. That's Maybe uh, we could make it them hitchhiking to California. Yeah, and the whole time they're super paranoid because of PTSD, and it turns out they're right to be. Deke has drinking his <laughs> father's motor oil blood and taken parts from mm-hmm. the. T- he's taken body parts from th- his his father and. Parts from the truck to make a super badass undead motorcycle. And he and his mom are riding to to get revenge. Uh, is like Red that. in the movie? I, I like a motorcycle. I, I'm thinking, I think Red's dead. Well, Red's the motorcycle now. I He's think he can maybe motorcycle. come back as a ghost. He could be a ghost. Well, is he a mo- the motorcycle or a ghost? Yeah, what do we want him to be? Ghost? Well, Maybe his spirit is in the motorcycle. It's like a, the, it's like the talking car, but it's uh, red. Yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, he's like an undead motorcycle. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Does <laughs> and it, Alex and pretty much just wait, presented I... Robert's idea as if it was a new idea? <laughs> <laughs> I I like that idea, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so opening scene. (laughs) Opening scene is the credits end. It's the screen is black. It's (laughs) camera opens on them right where they were when we last saw them. They get up and like, that was fucking nuts, right? Oh, you have no idea. They were like torturing me. They kept saying they were going to kill me. I was so scared all the time. 
<laughs> it was like, yeah, I was terrified too. I, you know, they talked about your your pubes. They said your pubes were curly, just like your hair. How fucked up is that? <laughs> did, did they make you undress? <laughs> no, I don't know why they said that. They didn't make me undress, but yeah, they were not cool. Whew. All right, well, let's start <laughs> heading to California, right? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's start hitchhiking. <laughs> uh, the, so they start thumbing it. Well, they could just get like a rental, maybe. You think so? <laughs> okay, yeah. So one yeah. of them's like, I guess let's start well, hitchhiking. Yeah, the other know. one's like, no, let's go to the town and maybe get a rental. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after what they've been through, I feel like they could probably, through insurance or something, get a rental. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they go through insurance. So we have a we have a long scene of them. They they have to get to a payphone. A long scene. <laughs> <laughs> Explaining all the They're intricacies of the DMV. They're of, just, you know, of uh insurance and how hard it is mm-hmm. to get a rental out in the middle of Arizona. Yeah, and this is back in like the 80s or 90s it's or like something. 97. Yeah. So that's like ancient times too. It's not even like but luckily, they immediately are given a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee to drive. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they managed to rent a red uh, Grand Cherokee. That's right, ninety-seven. That's right. Uh, they get in and they're like, "Oh, you know what? We should go back to that farm and get our stuff." Because uh, I saw they took our Jeep. By the way, babe. It probably doesn't run because it was in the river, but we should get all our stuff back, okay? Oh, yeah. Maybe they just get it fixed. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Okay, so never mind the insurance. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they get their Jeep fixed. It's perfect condition now. It takes like a week, so they're just hanging out. Yeah, but it's all on Red Bar's family. And while that's happening, yeah, while that's happening... Deke is figuring out how to make a motorcycle out of his dad's body parts. That's right. The bank comes in and repossesses on the farm. The police go through all of the evidence of all the missing people. They lose the farm. The mother is destitute. So she and Deke are like living basically in the wilderness near the river where the husband slash father, Red Bar, has died and been crushed. They're camping out by his corpse, mm-hmm. and he uh, Deke starts trying to make that motorcycle. He's like, "I need revenge, Mama." Yeah, I'm thinking he like, uh, I'm thinking he makes it out of his bones, and it's kind of like a a like the frame is made out of bones. Definitely, it looks really badass. Yeah, and yeah. maybe like the heart or or like where the horn is is like his heart. <laughs> he presses on the heart and and then the voice box goes honk like a human voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh but it's as loud as an 18 wheeler horn because it has the spirit of his pep pep in it. That's right. Um so they they hang out in the town, the cops uh recover the 5 grand and then eventually the car's fixed and they start driving. Deke is ready now. He built a <laughs> motorcycle in that like week that that took. We have a scene of Kurt Russell and his wife eating the donuts. <laughs> Just like very satisfied and they they feel like they can finally relax and they're, you know, back to what they were originally trying to do in the first breakdown. Yeah. Oh, we also, yeah. when they eat they're the donuts, like, they're like, hey, gourmet. let's enter the sweepstakes. And they do. And 
Uh, we won't find out for a while if that pans out because it's by mail. So they just enter it. Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they they put the return address to their <laughs> to their apartment in California. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And then what? So they're driving in this motorcycle. Okay, they're driving. Kurt Russell's getting tired. Mm-hmm. He reaches. <laughs> he reaches back for some coffee. <laughs> he reaches, yeah, he reaches back for some coffee, and this motorcycle pulls out in front of him. <laughs> he and he. This time he learns his lesson, though. When he turns back, he doesn't swerve out of the way. He just hits the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> bones and this scatter. was just a normal motorcycle not made out of bones it's just you know oh this isn't deke <laughs> well i mean i feel like he shouldn't run over deke immediately should he or mm, no probably not i don't know i don't know maybe this could be how he becomes a terminator is he has to go back to the river and add 18 wheeler parts to his body well, unless he just runs over him and like he's not affected by it at all, but I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, if he just runs over him and like splatters his brains onto the pavement, then that's yeah. That, I feel like he should, bad guy he should just swerve like he did in the first one. Okay, but yeah, he swerves past him and he and he's like, "Not a fucking gun, I, baby! Like you have to drive for the rest." He pulls over pretty quickly. He's like. Can you drive? I've almost killed someone. <laughs> this is this all happened again. Yeah. Really. And when they pull over, Deke drives by and they make eye contact. Yeah. And, and he's Kurt like, Russell's like, wait, is that? No, couldn't be. Yeah. He looks at like his his coffee thermos and just shakes his head like, Ugh, what am I putting in this coffee? <laughs> Going crazy. Uh. <laughs> what am I putting in this coffee? <laughs> So, uh, how do you think Kurt Russell takes his coffee? Hmm. I'd bet in real life or is in real life. In real life, I'd bet probably cream, not sugar. I would think just cream. I would say just sugar, no cream. Blech. I would say probably black. Well, we've covered everything but cream and sugar (laughs) together. (laughs) Kurt Russell, I'll take my coffee, just cream, just sugar. How do you guys take your coffee? I like Kurt Russell, just cream. <laughs> I take mine like Kurt Russell, <laughs> black. <laughs> what about you, Alex? I drink it black, baby. I just suck on some beans. <laughs> hey, that's that's OG. That's some OG coffee mm. shit right there. That's true. Yeah, they, I think it was like the Aztecs or it was a different tribe around that same area. They would like put a bunch of coffee beans in like basically a like a leather satchel they'd wear around their neck. And I think it would have some other stuff in it too, uh, maybe some avocado or something. It's hard to remember, but they would like run around all day doing like stuff, hunting, whatever. And then like the heat from their body would kind of cook the beans, like the coconut or the cocoa bean meat because i think they would take the meat of the coconut not coconut coffee bean and then they'd eat that at like uh mm-hmm. for like a little energy boost i wonder what that tastes like i've never had raw coffee bean that'd be cool to roast it yourself that's probably fucking delicious 
Probably. Actually, I doubt it. I don't like coffee. Fresh as hell. You don't like coffee at all? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like coffee. I don't like whiskey. Yeah, I don't like whiskey. Well, you just got to get used to coffee, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, t- I guess, yeah, whiskey's the same way. All right, yeah, we should get back on the topic. <laughs> All right, so they they drive to California. Deke's chasing them the whole way there, right? And, like, they keep having, like, little weird... He comes to California? Things. Yeah, he's hunting. Or do you think he strikes before that? Maybe, like, on a hotel? No, I like that. I like that, yeah. It's like Deke in L.A. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a little montage of, like, Deke going to the Hollywood sign. <laughs> yeah, he takes. Yeah, uh, goes. Everyone. He goes to Capitol Records. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They like. They're like. Well, we don't start our jobs for a week. Do you want to take in the sights? So we have like a quick montage. It's like a photo of them in front of the Hollywood sign, and then one of Deke, <laughs> and then them like in Times Square, and then one of Deke, <laughs> like chasing after them Did with you a say gun. Times Square? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the the place where the stars are. <laughs> Uh, the UCB this Theater. The, yeah. the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Of is that what you're talking about? UCB yeah, yeah, Franklin. Yeah, UCB Theater. Well, it's... Sure. Well, it's 97, so I don't... Yeah. Oh. Really um, wouldn't exist. Man's Chinese Theater. Okay. How about well, that? Yeah, the Chinese Theater, they go to the Scientology <laughs> Celebrity Center. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They Come go on, to Kyle, Santa Monica. Give us all the places that they go into 1997. Santa Monica. LA, 1997. Inglewood. Uh, the Silver Venice. Lake. The Venice Beach uh, Boardwalk. Ooh, they see Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and he's working out. Yeah, yeah Gold's Gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, Hey, if you ever need my help, just call on me. Say my name aloud, and I will be there. (laughs) 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 And maybe that comes up later. (laughs) All right. I think that's pretty much every L.A. site. Oh, they go to the tar pits. There you go. That's about it. Yeah. Um, So then Amy starts her job. And they they're living in this like shitty little rundown apartment, I guess. Yeah, it's like not bad because it's ninety seven. It's actually like a decent amount of space, probably for the money. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a shitty apartment, but it would be like ten thousand dollars a month now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they just saw the sites. Uh, now they're in this apartment. Yeah, it would be like ten thousand, but it's actually it would it would be a lot now. It would be expensive. Um, and they start noticing like weird things like at night, like one of them thinks they see like eyes, uh, in the window and then they look again, it's not there. Uh, and they hear a motorcycle just driving like late at night and they look out and they don't see it. Spooky. Everything's like thrillery. Ooh, tense music. And this is Deke. He's getting ready to strike, but the next day after like all the scary stuff happens, uh, we see Deke and he's like staking out in front of the apartment and a Hollywood agent is walking by and he sees Deke on this motorcycle and is like, hey kid, you ever do acting? <laughs> and the kid, and Deke's like, huh? No, no sir. 
I'm just a hick from Arizona. Like, wow, you got an accent that's real authentic, man. Here, take my card. I can find you some work real easy. I'm one of the biggest agents in town. Uh, I don't know his name. I can't think of a famous Hollywood agent that isn't Harvey Weinstein, and I don't want it to be him. So it's just some guy. Well, he's not an agent. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know that. Dan Schneider. Sure. Let's just call him Dan Schneider. It's Dan Schneider. And now Deke starts getting acting roles instead. He's like, hey, here's uh, here's some acting classes mm-hmm. on me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he starts making enough money f- to where his mom can move to L.A. with him. That's right. He like puts her up in a nice place. Uh, and eventually he starts getting into like theater stuff, too. Um, meanwhile, the family, like, they stop seeing all this spooky shit. And they're, and one day they're like, hey, you want to go to, like, watch, like, an improv show? <laughs> and they go to one and they mm-hmm. see Deke there. And Deke is, like, he's in the middle of a scene literally about someone who murders his father. <laughs> and we see that improv scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes a little something like He starts like this. crying on stage. Yeah, because he sees the people that killed his father. And he attacks. You know, he he basically, like, he almost could have had a better life, and he throws it away for vengeance in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, well, you don't like that? I mean, well, I don't think that has to ruin his career. You know what I mean? Like, it definitely ruins the show, and people <laughs> are like, whoa, what the fuck, Deke? Well, actually, I think a lot of the well, audience I think probably... people don't know how to react because improv is such, like, an edgy art form, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is someone this part goes of the out show? Crowd, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a like, lot of them are kind of psyched. This? <laughs> whoa, interactive I mean, if, theater, I mean, awesome. there's no script. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, improv actors are edgy badasses, so... Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Uh-huh. If you see an improviser uh, just walking down the street, he they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Look out, baby. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. for the female listeners, if you like meet an improviser, he's really cool and you should probably sleep with him. Oh, and like let him move in with you. What's going on? I am are you like doing all right? All, all of our <laughs> listeners now sleeping with improvisers uh, makes it's cool. them stupider. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Here's what that leads to: is you'll start doing improv. Okay, <laughs> that's like the number one way well, to get into improv. Either you'll start doing improv. Yeah, you'll either start doing improv, mm-hmm. or you have to go to a bunch of shitty improv shows and just watch. <laughs> yeah, and that's a Which nightmare. Is, yeah. So in- honestly, worse than worse than performing in them is watching them. <laughs> I mean, by far Easily. the worst part. Um, but maybe yeah. the worst part about doing improv I mean, is having to watch improv. Yeah, which is yeah. also what I've said about doing stand up <laughs> uh, on stage during stand up. Yeah, it's the worst part about comedy. Yeah. But uh, maybe uh, like Deke's improv teacher is like, hey, Deke, no touching. Remember, no bad touch. You don't want to touch your scene partner. No, no, no. Because it's the 1970s. So he's probably like, let's do a jam. No, it's 1970s. He's like, touch him as much as you like. And he's currently. Did you just say 1970? Uh, 1997. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I meant. Yeah. Actually, yeah, improv in the 90s. Yeah, they must have been like... <laughs> oh, I bet it was bad. There's yeah. a lot of bad scenes. It's okay to kiss your scene partner if it's like part of the game, you know? Oh, it's I like, bet, Well, yeah. it was game for me to, to... I mean, I was playing a horny weirdo. That was the game of the scene. Like, I was a horny weirdo. 
Yeah. Um, so <laughs> no, the game you know, of the like scene the game... was that I'm a racist shitbag. That was the game of the scene. <laughs> yeah. The game of Saying the scene the is I have a was... boob fetish. <laughs> I have a boob fetish, and that's the game. And it's, you know, heightening is me touching your boobs. That's what everyone wanted to see. Like, honestly, yes, and come on. So the yeah. the instructor just thinks he's actually he's a star on the rise when he sees this happen. But mm-hmm. uh, Jeff and Amy are now in Mortal Kombat with Deacon, and he's and he has supernatural ghost dad powers. The motorcycle breaks into the theater and tries to run him over too because it's autonomous as a ghost. And Deke's mom is probably there because mm-hmm. she why wouldn't she come out and watch her son's performance? And Matt Besser's in the audience, and he goes. This is fucking cool, man. Yeah. Well, well, actually, I want to retcon that. He first we see Matt Besser, and he's taking a giant hit off a joint because he's kind of the edgy <laughs> comedian of our ages, and he's like, "Whoa, is oh, this man. this funky lettuce for me?" <laughs> yeah, he he, he looks at his joint, shakes his head. He's like, "What am I putting in these things?" <laughs> I gotta move to L.A., man. He's already in L.A. in this scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but oh, he's, he's visiting. there for pilot season. That's right. He's, yeah. yeah, he doesn't live yeah. in L.A. He's got a backpack on that says, yeah. I'm from New York. <laughs> that way we can quickly mm-hmm. explain that visually. Because that's good. Yeah, it says that's UCB New York, yeah. which I don't think existed yeah. yet either. But coming, <laughs> it's, It says UCB New York and coming then soon. coming soon under that. <laughs> no it's gonna be really cool it's gonna define improv for a long time and then people are gonna get mad at us later when we don't pay improvisers but whatever (laughs) (laughs) so weed is cool and and then a deadly pandemic will happen and we're gonna lay off all of our employees and without telling them (laughs) yeah anyways anyways that was fucking cool, man. <laughs> hey, Matt Besser, come on the podcast and show hey, us how to do the movie form. I bet he'd do a pretty good job. I bet he'd do better than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I do hate the movie form. That's like my least favorite improv form. I saw him live at a at a DCM. You actually were in the audience, Kyle. And Alex, you may have been there too, probably for this one. It was really fun to watch. He did. It was a great show. I remember you. R.I.P. DCM. Uh, well, it, now it's just in California, but I don't know if they're doing it this year. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. Well, not, they're not uh, doing it this Herald year. <laughs> hey, baby, if we roll out that vaccine, baby. What? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just I say, guess. I mean, the old Herald team, you know, in L.A. DCM, just R.I.P. DCM. Yeah. As I knew, an all Herald team. What? Wasn't that what it was, or it was all? Just UCB house teams doing DCM, the last one I that think, they did. Uh, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was all yeah, L- LA local teams, I think. Or like local yeah, performers. It was. Uh, they, and you couldn't you know. perform, like you couldn't submit your team and perform? That's right. We couldn't, because uh, we yeah. would have, but yeah, we couldn't. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because yeah. I only go to DCMs I perform in six. fuck off what a brag (laughs) i'm happy i've done it it's i think it's cool (laughs) it's cool but it's not a a thing to brag about anyways (laughs) says the guy who's been like five (laughs) Um, 
So, um, are you trying to say you've been in one more DCM show than Robert or than Kyle? Was that you just trying to flex on him? Right yeah, there? trying to flex you again. Done five DCM. DCM well, shows. I think it also. I mean, they me, literally I've only accept anybody. <laughs> it's not. It, there's no quality control. I have it's, actually not been accepted. I feel like I feel like I've been declined. Um, but this is I we we don't need to talk about a defunct improv festival. It's a numbers game. It's not a. I don't think it's quality control. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, as we know, I've been rejected from a number of improv festivals, and they're all dead to me now. Um, (laughs) Countdown improv festival. Gotta be on more teams. Yeah, honestly, I think it's just that's the no. I'm. You gotta right before you hear about an improv festival, you just gotta ask every team you know about. Hey, can I be on your team? Yeah, I think that helps Mm. honestly. That would uh, you would honestly get into every festival. <laughs> Should I do this with bands? Should I be like, hey, can I join your band? Like, if someone I think is gonna re- record a yeah. Grammy winning album, yeah, man. Just be like, hey. yeah, yeah. If you know someone who you think <laughs> is gonna do that, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> yeah, why not try? <laughs> yeah, fucking shoot your shot, baby. Yeah, sure, your shot, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, what? Uh, yeah, what do you have to lose? That's selfish. It's rude. Selfish. My dignity. I mean, that's how I got into Coachella. Uh, is I was like, "Hey, Guar, they, do you guys need an extra dude? Just like hit the tambourine or some shit." And they're like, "You've never been to California, <laughs> Robert. Don't lie to me." Yeah, Guar. that's the part that's in that's like unbelievable. <laughs> I think the I part that's unbelievable is that Guar is doing Coachella. I don't know. If, I bet they've done it once or uh, something. Yeah, actually, you're I probably right. They probably have. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so D can then fight. Maybe like the year after the guy died. Uh, Mr. Coachella. so this movie is about... Okay, so... It's at an improv theater. It's happening. It's an improv show. Um, It's at I.O. West. Are they on stage now? Is this like... Are they in a scene? Do they have to say yes and for every line of dialogue? Is D like, you killed my dad. Well, Kurt... Russell doesn't know how to do improv. Yeah. So mm. it's like okay, a crash well, course. Okay, well, Kyle, you have done the most improv classes, I feel like, out of all of us. Um, so if you were Deke, how do you think you would initiate a scene with Jeff and Amy who have killed your parents? Oh, or well, dad, isn't he just know. like trying to fight them? Well, yeah, but he also has to, you know, he's still performing. You know, he he's a performer at Yeah, heart. he wants to like make it seem like it's part of the show so that people don't stop. Oh, it. so he can like keep fighting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so Kyle, you're Deke, Robert, you are Jeff, and I'll be He angry. says He says, My name is Deco Montoya. You killed my father. And then he turns to the audience and winks at them. <laughs> That's about what would happen at an improv show. <laughs> yeah. <And> huge <laughs> raucous applause. And Jeff like <gasps> Jeff like is trying to like say something like to respond to this, but there's too much clapping, so he just has to wait. And then mm-hmm. he starts moonwalking on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More raucous applause. And then Deke pulls yeah, out a Deke gun. Deke panders a lot. Yeah, Deke is definitely. He pulls out a gun and, and people are like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. 
And then, but Deke puts his finger, like he doesn't hold the gun the right way. And then his coach is like, no, hold it like this, like to the side. And he's like, his coach is there. <laughs> yeah. His coach is giving notes on the side. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jeff and Amy, they're like, uh, listen, man, your dad tried to kill us. It's we. It was self-defense as far as I'm concerned. And really, I didn't kill her. It was Amy, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, tuck with her. <laughs> and then uh, maybe, you know, it's the end of the uh, of the slot of the show. So it goes like pitch dark. <laughs> blackout. <laughs> that we're, we're, yeah, it's just a blackout. And then you hear a gunshot, maybe. It's a blackout. But he and misses. Then gunshot. And then the improv coach. He miss. You hear a gunshot and then the <laughs> lights go back up and Kurt Russell and his wife, Amy, are gone. They like ran mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But uh, Dex's but, mom uh, was coming up behind them with a knife and Dex accidentally shoots his own mom. Yeah, he <laughs> has that shit. problem. He accidentally shoots the wrong person a lot. Um, you know, this is the second time it's happened across the two movies. And that bullet also <laughs> yeah. ricocheted and hit the improv coach. And um, it killed the improv coach because honestly, folks, I've been thinking about it a lot and I think improv coach might be the lowest of the low as far as professions go. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think that there's a lower I don't think there's a lower hey, um, kind of job. Besides a police officer, maybe. Um Jesus. <laughs> that's why they say a career a career I strived for at some point in my life. <laughs> yeah. One I also I would like love goes, to do. Improv coach, prison guard, police officer. It goes it's somewhere in that order. A cab covers no, I both. Think it goes, All coaches are it bastards. Goes, it goes improv coach, politician, oh. then police oh, officer. There we go. Yeah. And then <laughs> elephant. Elephants, you're our animal shit list of the week. Elephants get fucked. <laughs> That's a callback from from like three episodes ago. Yeah, we missed a bunch of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he kills his mom. The coach is dead, and the director of the theater comes up and is like, hey, man, that was an awesome performance, and we need a new coach, Dex. You have to give up whatever this weird shit is and become an impro. If you want this job, it's going to take your full commitment. Yeah. And he kills his mom and his coach. <laughs> and because that's just the director I, well, comes up to him. That was amazing. <laughs> you who, you showed who, passion. We're going to call Bat Messer. His name is Bat Messer. And he says, hey, you know, you did great. You're going to be you're going to be on the Tuesday night show. You're going to be on the wait. So Matt Besser, the Bat real Messer. Time hold up, hold up. Matt it's, Besser is the real person, and he's in the movie. And yeah. we have a character named his name is Bat, Bat Messer. Yeah, and we have a re- and a Whoa. character named Bat Messer also. Yeah, and then there's also um, <laughs> Pamey Oler. <laughs> Pamey Aoler. <laughs> yeah, Pamey. <laughs> Pamey Aoler. Yeah, and then Ian. What's his last name? <laughs> Who gives Robert? Yeah, okay, so his name is just Robert Ian's. That's an easy flip. <laughs> what? That's not what we did. <laughs> oh yeah, but it, okay, it would so be it would be, it would be Ron 
Uh, it'd, be, it'd be Ran. He'd be like Ran Paul. I Oberts. I Herbert. <laughs> yeah, Ran. Yeah. I Oberts. Ran I Oberts. And then who's the fourth guy? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Watt uh, Melsh. Watt Melsh. Yeah. 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 But the, also the UCB4 also are the real UCB4 also make cameos in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they're just. <laughs> Except Amy Poehler because she's working on SNL. She's like doing weekend update at this time. I'm pretty sure. Um, maybe not. No, we're not filming uh, the movie I don't in think the past. So. No, that was the early not 2000s. 97. Yes, yes. You, you are, you are right in that, Kyle. I am very wrong in that, and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I get it fucking straight. All... Apologize to Amy. Historians listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy, the only successful member of the UCB4. Oh, no. Wow. Washes. I mean, they're all way more successful than us. <laughs> well, hey, I'm doing great. Well, I've been in Coachella. You know, that That's your opinion. <laughs> okay. I mean, my theater isn't out of business or going out of business. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a theater. You're still right. I, you know, you don't have enough information to say that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what happens next? I think he either takes he yeah. he takes the job, right? He's dissuaded from vengeance. Yeah, he's gonna be for a, the new, for a little bit uh, improv coach. Well, I think his, the motorcycle, mm-hmm. the ghost motorcycle, tries to finish the job. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Maybe he like uh, tells his dad he hates him. Like, you know, I'm not gonna follow in your footsteps, Dad. You know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a star. I'm gonna be a comedian. I'm gonna be an improv <laughs> actor. I'm gonna be the next. And I already got the job. Uh, uh, <laughs> who's a successful improviser <laughs> at the ahead. time? Uh, like Jim uh, Belushi, I guess. I'm gonna be the next Jim I'm Belushi. Be, I'm gonna be like Bill Murray and Jim Belushi yeah. and uh and John Belushi. And- and uh Chris did he do uh, improv too? Chris Farley. And have you ever heard of Del Close dad? He's the funniest one of them all, and I'm gonna be just as funny as Del Close. Yeah, dad. <laughs> That's what he says. And the motorcycle just revs, he turns away to go get the revenge. So mm-hmm. they're driving, it's the next day, they're driving in their beautiful Jeep Grand Cherokee, and now it's a chase scene. We're gonna end it just like the last movie. They're being chased by a motorcycle. Wait. It, they have to break down. It's oh, got to yeah, be a breakdown. Break yeah. It's yeah. called break. Okay, so is the movie just called Breakdown 2 or do we want a colon? Is there an improv pun we can make? <laughs> I, I think it could just be Breakdown 2. <laughs> well, I don't uh, know. If yeah, is I don't know. break used in any, like, break the scene, break a swipe? Is that what it's called when you run across? Break. Okay, so Breakdown 2, Side Swipe. Cause side mm, swipe there, like, we like, there we yeah. go. There we go. Okay. They're gonna get sideswiped. Yeah. So they get, and also maybe like when the car crash is happening, we're like, it, there's like a lot of cool edits going back and forth with Deke and the car crash, and he's like swiping scenes while the minor, while the motorcycle is sideswiping the car. Yeah. And he's like, whoosh, whoosh, he's holding his arm up and running across the stage, <laughs> uh, left and right and left and right, and it's it looks a lot like Whiplash almost. <laughs> yeah. A whiplash. Uh, yeah, he's just like mean? sweaty, like on a stage, like you know, moving a lot in that this way. This is happening on a stage. No, we're cutting back. We're cutting well, that's between where improv the happens road at, right? scene and the improv scene. 
We're cutting between those? Yeah. We're showing Deke doing improv. Well, when the, well when the car crash is happening. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, we got through explaining that. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they, the motorcycle smashes into them, and it's starting to push the truck over a bridge. What's a famous bridge in California? Golden I don't Gate. know. There's there's Golden probably Gate. some bridge. Is I don't know. Is the Golden Gate? I think there's like a bridge in Echo Park. The Golden Gate Bridge is in San Francisco, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> yeah, but in this not... movie, there's just a sign that says North LA. Like before you get onto it, it's called the North LA Bridge in this I, movie. Kyle, I'm not the what? one who said Golden Gate. Alex said Golden Gate, and I asked I, if it's in California. I think don't Alex. Blame me. <laughs> I think Alex I think Alex was joking and that you sincerely didn't know. Well, I mean he well, said it and I didn't know. I mean it he was asking for the most famous bridge in California and I think I, I named it. <laughs> Which Alright, yeah. so here's what it is. I mean uh, the, we, Wait, we did you not know Golden... that, Alex? Were you making a no, joke? I, I, he asked for a famous bridge in California. he asked for a famous bridge in California. In LA, name the most famous bridge in all of California. Well, he didn't say LA. He said California. He said LA. Whatever, dude. It's all the same shit to me. (laughs) Wait, you both (laughs) didn't know that? That's crazy. No, I know the Golden Gate Bridge is obviously in San Francisco, but you know, North LA. Well, Well, I just asked you that, and you didn't answer me. (laughs) Well, no, I answered you. What I was answering, Robert. Robert asked for the most famous bridge in California. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and I, I asked you, did you know that it was in LA? <laughs> and that was your answer, oh, which oh, made it oh, seem I didn't like hear you no. Say LA, but no, I know. Yes, I know the fucking Golden Gate Bridge is not in LA, but <laughs> I hear you say that. Okay. All right, so they're driving on the Golden Gate Bridge. A motorcycle attacks, starts pushing, pushing them off. I don't think it can do that though. It can push a jeep, so I think they just well, like, it's like a ghost motorcycle. Oh, because so I guess it has the it's strength of an eighteen wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then a- Amy gets pinned under some crumpled metal inside the cab. Jeff just gets out, walks onto the motorcycle, and then drives it off the bridge. He's hanging on for his dear life. The motorcycle is also hanging onto the bridge. And then he punches the motorcycle, climbs up onto the top, and then Amy comes <laughs> around and releases the handbrake, which was holding the motorcycle onto the bridge, dropping it into the ocean. That crashes. I don't know if motorcycles have handbrakes. I think they do, but it's by the foot, actually. I think it's like that's how it works on motorcycles, typically. But remember, this motorcycle is made out of human parts, so its handbrake is actually a hand. That's like holding like mm-hmm. something. <laughs> holding a brake, I guess. <laughs> I think it could just be a skeletal hand. Sure. And she just like and it's like the, the handle break. of the motorcycle is like on the lip of the bridge keeping it from falling, and she just you know, whacks it off and then it falls. And they they hold each other sobbing and crying because it was scary again. Credits roll. And then mm-hmm. it falls, it lands on a well, boat. Ooh. And they look down, they see it move a little bit. And then you see an 18-wheeler coming down the road and 
it he is getting tired so he reaches back into his truck to get some coffee and then he looks forward he sees a jeep in his way and he's like oh shit and he has to swerve and then he tries to swerve but it just makes his 18 wheeler go out of control and he swerves off the bridge onto the boat and boom nosedive right into the motorcycle hell yeah and on the boat was a family of three uh it's a mom a dad and a son the dad is crushed by the motorcycle and then more crushed by the 18 wheeler and the son looks up sees jeff and amy and says i swear revenge but they already have like walked away they're too far they're too high up they don't hear it so there's room for a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Fade it cuts the black. to Deke and he says, and that's our show. <laughs> Huge applause. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes backstage and does coke because that's what improvisers did back then a lot. And then fade to black. Oh, yeah. Roll credits. I think that's uh I think that's easily as good a movie, if not better, than the first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's way better than the first. Oh <laughs> way better. Alright. Um All right. let's roll credits ourselves, uh, with some plugs. Alex, Kyle, do you have anything to plug? Absolutely not. Uh yeah, you can follow us at We Read a Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And then you can follow me personally on Instagram at FriesStyleJunk. And that's it. Oh, yeah. For me. And I already did my plugs in the middle of the show, so don't worry. You did? Yeah, don't worry about it. Finn. What? Finn. Finn Salou. All righty. Hey, what up, Whammers? I ended up cutting out the thing I'm referring to, uh, the plug I already had done. So you just didn't get a plug from me this episode. Uh, Have a great one.